This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Good afternoon and welcome to another week of Joy's very own show about pets. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. My name's Sam and I'll be keeping you company until one today. And joining me in the studio for another jam-packed show is Dr. Alan Bolton, Senior Veterinarian at the Frank Samuels Veterinary Clinic. Alan, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's good. <laughs> busy day. It is. A very busy day. Mm. Um, we've got a really special event happening today. So um, when was the last time you got out of your office to get some fresh air and sunshine during your lunch break? Do you find that rather than taking a walk outside, you tend to eat your lunch at your desk? Well, you're certainly not alone, as a survey from the Australian Institute and Beyond Blue found approximately 3.8 million Australians routinely don't break for lunch. All throughout the program today, we're calling out to office workers of Melbourne in a bid to encourage healthy living with a companion animal, the Lost Dogs Home has brought back the human walking program. The event is on at Flagstaff. Staff Gardens today until 2pm so head down to the gardens if you've got some spare time in your lunch yeah. and if you're in the area. Yeah, it's a great great way to sort of pass the day even though it is a little bit overcast outside the rain seems to be holding off so definitely come on down. Um, we're going to be catching up with our very own Kate throughout today's show so don't fear if you can't make it down to Flagstaff Gardens as she'll be giving us updates throughout the show. Human Walking Program is an initiative that promotes active living with a companion animal. One of the best ways you can be active with your dog is taking them for a walk. So throughout today's show, we'll talk about what you can do to keep your dog happy, healthy and active. Keeping your dog healthy, happy and active is important. Also, coming up on the show, we get Kevin's tips on what pet owners can do to keep their pets physically active when it's wet outside. And Alan will be having a chat about what pet owners need to be mindful of when taking your dog for a walk to make sure that they stay fit, happy and healthy. All that plus your favourite Pets Allowed segments, including Pet of the Week and Dog Dates, coming up on today's show. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Alan, you've got our only news item for today because it's a bit of a busy show about pickles. That's right. Pickles is, uh, we've got pickles up on our on our website. Twelve-year-old pickles came into our care. He had a few ailments, um, being 12. That's not surprising. Um, but they certainly didn't take the spring out of this golden oldie step. We found out that he had a little bit of heart murmur, not too severe, and but due to his age, the vet team decided to, that we'd run some bloods on him to check if everything else was okay, which luckily it was, thankfully it was. Um, he had some surgery at our vet clinic to remove two lumps, and we took some x-rays again just to check everything was going along as it should be. And like most older dogs, we cleaned up his teeth and took a few out. He spent a week recovering under the close eye of our, of our nurses and vets, and thankfully he made a really smooth recovery, and soon was ready for the exciting new next chapter of his life, finding his home. And for some people, the thought of adopting an older dog, I mean, Pickles isn't a young dog, he mm-hmm. is 12, um, particularly one with a health condition or a pre-existing health condition when they come into the shelter can be quite a daunting experience. Um, but this wasn't actually the case for Pickles' new owner, Ashley. She knew that age was only a number and that shelter off animals could actually offer boundless amounts of unconditional love. Um, So for Ashley, she said that she'd been working in dog adoptions for the home for a little while and she'd fallen in love with Pickles. Um, And some people were passing as Passing, actually passing him up because of his age and his health condition. 
Um, so she brought Pickles home and it was like he'd lived there his whole life. He's now settled in very well. He gets along with the other dogs and he's slowly becoming a little bit more accustomed to Ashley's cats, which does take time when you're introducing new animals to each Certainly other. Certainly does. And especially mm. older ones, I guess they can be a bit fixed in their ways. Absolutely. Puppies and kittens are easier, but yeah. still it works really well. Proving that you're only as old as you feel, Pickles still has his puppy antics. He fills his new home with energy and enthusiasm. The thing I like love most about Pickles is he doesn't act his age. The best part of my day is when I come home and he races towards me and acts like he hasn't seen me in years. His favourite things are his Mickey and Minnie Mouse toys, Ashley says. Adopting is the best way to go. Pickles was already toilet trained and knows basic commands. And if you want to check out Pickles, you can view him on our website, dogshome.com. And now we're going to drop our curtain on the Pet of the Week. This week's Pet of the Week. Of the week is the lovely Jet. He is a bull Arab cross. He's three years old. He's an extremely enthusiastic and energetic dog, and particularly when he's been taken out for his first walk and play of the day. And while he knows how to sit, he can sometimes be forgetful when he um, gets too excited. He does require a home with an experienced dog owner who's committed to attending obedience training and giving him lots to do. Being a large and bouncy adult dog, Jet will require a large and secure environment with at least six foot five fences. He would be best suited to a family without small children as due to his overexcitement he can sometimes forget where he is and knock things over. But with his lovable and goofy antics, Jet is sure to brighten up his new home. He is being treated for an ear infection and will require a little extra care when he's first adopted, but over time that shouldn't become too much of an issue, I don't think, from what I can see. So he's actually available at our Achuca shelter, which is at 520 Mackenzie Road, Achuca. So if you're wanting to take a drive this weekend, you can go and check him out. You can also check call the shelter on 5480-3005 to find out more information about him. Now, the human walking program is right happening right now at Flagstaff Gardens. Um, So coming up, we're going to touch base with Kate Holter to find out all that's going on um, for the Human Walking Program. You're listening to Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Now, Chelsea Dogs from the Home are warming up and getting ready to rescue Melbourne's office workers from the confines of their office cubicles as part of our third human walking program, which is on right now at Flagstaff Gardens and will be going until 2 o'clock today. So, yes, we're encouraging the office workers of Melbourne to get off their tails, stretch their walking legs and head down to Flagstaff Gardens, where one of our beloved adoption candidates can take you for a walk and a play in the park. Joining us on the phone is Pet. It's allowed presenter, Kate Holter, who's over at the gardens right now. Kate, hello. Hi, Alan. How are you? Good, good. How's it going? Oh, it's really, really good. It's fabulous. We've already got such a long queue. Uh, Lots of office workers have come out of their office to come and meet some of the dogs. It's really fantastic. And it's not raining. Yes, good, good. (laughs) So exciting to see that, yeah, what was meant to be a rainy day is now not... That's right. It's great. <laughs> no, so, it's, it's really fantastic. I hope if anyone would like to come down, please do. It sounds like the atmosphere is buzzing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Now, the Human Walking Program encourages office workers to come down and have a walk with some of our shelter dogs. Can you tell us who's there to walk the city workers of Melbourne today? Oh, we have a fantastic list. We have from the very small, tiny Tim, uh, a, a little Chihuahua cross and another Chihuahua cross called Eden, right through to Irish Wolfhound Cross, Troy, and Redrisian Ridgeback Logan. There's there's someone here for everyone. A, a great variety and, and really typical of the, the cross, the, 
a broad variety of dogs that we get at the home. Um, we also have some of our adopted and adored ambassadors there showing that Shelter and Pets make great pets. Um, can you tell us who's there? Yeah, absolutely. We have um, we have Lila, who's a beautiful staffy cross. I can just I'm just watching her go off with a little girl uh, walking through the park. Um, we have Phoebe, who's been recently adopted by one of our vets, Leonie, who also fostered Phoebe. Um, we have my two dogs here too, Tess and Molly. They're they're happy and willing to go for a walk. So yes, quite a few people um, have given up their time to bring their adopted dogs and uh, tell everyone how how fantastic they are. Now, this is the third time that the Lost Dogs Home has hosted the Human Walking Program. Can you, in your opinion, tell us a little bit why this is such a good initiative? Um, I think it's great because it actually brings people um, to the dogs. So uh, a lot of people know that, you know, adoption is a really good thing to do and sell dogs are great, but they really get to meet them today. They, and it's, they don't have to come far. They just have to leave their office. And if they have any sort of, you know, concerns that dogs might have some issues and things, we can dispel them today. We can really show you, one, how many different types of dogs are in need of good homes and what fantastic pets they are. They are lovely temperament, well-behaved dogs in good health. Um, and, you know, it's a really good thing to do for adopted dogs. They get, you know, you get tenfold back. <laughs> and what else is an offer for people wanting to come down to Flagstaff Gardens for the Human Walking Program? Sorry. <laughs> what else have we got going on down there today? Got- oh, okay. We have we have the Nova Casanovas here, so they're oops, playing the music. Oops. Uh, and we have lots of information on foster care. We have information uh, on volunteering at the home. If you're interested in one of the dogs, we have adoption packs here that you can take away to find out more information. And if you've got your dog with you, by chance, we can scan it for a microchip and check that it's working. And you can come and get uh, a coffee and a burger. Lovely. Great. Well, sounds great, Kate. Thank you very much, and we'll touch base with you later on just to see how it's going. Okay. See you later. Thanks, 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 Kate. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. So, as we've been mentioning, the Human Walking Program is on right now until 2 at Flagstaff Gardens, which is, for those of you who might be looking for it on a map, is on the corner of William and Latrobe Streets in the city. Um, If you are in the area, come down and meet some lovely dogs looking to go for a walk with you. And the trams are free, so even if you're on the other side of town, maybe hop on a tram, go down to Flagstaff Gardens. Okay, it's not sunny, but... You get to meet a cute dog. I want to meet Tiny Tim now. And it's a really nice garden. It is a a nice nice garden. So you can follow us on Twitter under the hashtag Human Walking Program to get live updates. And we'll also be uploading photos to our Instagram account at Lost Dogs Home. It's definitely a great way to kind of keep in touch across what's going on, even if you can't make it in today. Um, Yeah, Mm. you know. Keep an eye out. Those that can, swap your, your business shoes for some running shoes and come on down. I mean, there's still, what, an hour and a half? Tomorrow mm, or so. Yep, yep. So right up until two o'clock. Have you? This is my first human walking program um, with the home, but mm-hmm. you've you've. I've been, been to yeah, a couple, I've been a couple. Yes, um, yeah, and they're always really busy. We've got lots and lots of people. Lots of people really interested in adopting or just finding out a bit more. Yeah, and I know that the other thing that I remember reading, I think it was either the one, the second or the first human walking program, or both. I think the adoption dogs that were there on the day pretty much got adopted as well mm. by the end of the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've it's proved a, to be very popular. Yes, it's a good thing. So there's definitely, um, you know, a, a great way to meet some of the adoption candidates if you've been um, thinking about adopting as well away from a shelter environment, mm-hmm. you know, seeing them outside playing and, and having a bit of fun. And, yeah. yeah. And also, if you can't adopt, find out about fostering Absolutely. and volunteering. We always... Always really important. Always, always, always need foster carers. And that's not just for dogs either. That's also for cats because we are... 
Are we in the middle or are we just still in the start of We're still starting. We're waiting. We're waiting. (laughs) We have some kittens. (laughs) We have a few kittens at the moment and there are definitely more on the way. So, you know, there's always, always a call out for foster carers and they do some really, really good work. Now, there's a lot going on at the home at the moment and with the human walking program on today. So... But for those of you that can't make it down and perhaps wanting some tips, particularly with it being a little bit of an overcast day of what you could do to exercise with your pet on a gloomy and overcast day, stay tuned. We're going to get some tips from our very own Kevin on what you can do to stay healthy and active with your dogs when the weather perhaps isn't so nice. You're listening to Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ community radio station Joy 94.9. And throughout today's show, to celebrate our third human walking program, which is on at Flagstaff Gardens until 2pm, we're looking at the ways you can keep your, your pet happy, healthy and active. For most of us, when the sky turns grey, the temperature drops and the rain starts coming down, the last thing we want to do is take our dog for a walk. Or sometimes your dog doesn't want to go either. Um, having said that, the bad weather shouldn't deter you from exercising your dog. Last year, Pets Allowed presenter and Lost Dogs Home Rescue Coordinator Kevin gave us some tips on the activities you do with your dog when the weather perhaps isn't the best now, even though it's pouring outside your dog will give you those eyes that plead please let's just do something together and you know that as a responsible pet owner that they need their daily exercise thankfully there are some other ways to get in their daily physical exercise without battling the rain hail or lack of daylight why not try a game of hide and seek Now you can either hide toys, treats or yourself for this one. If you're using treats or toys, put your dog in the laundry or bathroom while you hide their favourite toys or treats around the house. When it's time to find everything, get them really excited, really revved up and use the word seek. As they move around the house, they'll try and find you, try and sniff out where everything is. Help them out a little bit at first, you know, show them where the item is, that kind of thing. Just to make sure that they start to get the idea of what they're doing and get really excited for them when they find it. They'll quickly learn what seek means. Now, if you want to hide yourself, you might need your friend to help you out at the start. So get them to hold onto your dog whilst you hide and then release your dog when you're ready. You might need to call them at first and encourage them to seek. Soon, you'll just be able to give them a command and they'll come and find you. Make sure that they get lots of praise and some big rewards with their favourite treat when they find you. There are a number of puzzling toys out there which you can get and some like Kongs or Buster Cubes and they can help really help with mental stimulation for your dog. What you do is you can put food or treats inside these toys and what they'll have to try and do is try and get the food or treat out of the toy and this can really take them a little while and they'll really enjoy it. Another great thing to do when it's raining or cold is to do some training inside. And it's also a great way to enhance the bond between you and your dog. It actually helps keep them mentally and physically stimulated as well. So if you just do between 10 and 15 minutes of training, keep it all positive. It's usually enough. But in colder weather, you can increase this a little bit or do it in shorter blocks. So say do 10 and 15 minutes in the morning, then do it again late at night or after dinner or before dinner. So you should use a gentle positive training method. Start off by going over the basics, sit, drop, shake hands, heel, spin, all those different kind of tricks that you can do to dog. And it means that you have something to wow your friends with when they come over. Now remember, not all dogs will enjoy these activities the same as going for a walk. Getting outside really stimulates all of their senses, so it's important to do what's right for them. If it's raining only lightly, you can put a coat on your dog and a coat on yourself and just head out in the rain for a short walk. 
That was our very own Kevin giving us some tips on what dog owners can do to give their dogs their daily physical exercise, even when the weather isn't their best, which luckily it's held off for today. Um, We were expecting some rain, but now it's just overcast, so you can definitely still take your dog out for a walk. Now, all throughout the program today, to mark our third human walking program, we are talking about the ways you can keep your dog happy, healthy and active. Up next, we're going to talk about the things you need to keep in mind to make sure that your state your pet stays healthy and fit while exercising. You're listening to Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9 and this is Duke Dermont with Ocean Drive. Just like us, our dogs need exercise to burn calories, stimulate their minds and stay healthy. One of the best ways to keep your dog active is to take them on a regular walk. However, like us, our dogs can be prone to injuries while exercising. Alan, can you tell us some of the more common injuries that you see dogs getting when exercising? Uh, well, we get we, in the vet clinic, we see lots of dogs with sort of, I guess often you don't get a real diagnosis because it's just like strains and sprains, mm. just like we do. Um, and in that case, most of those dogs just need a little bit of rest. Um, so as long as there are no sort of wounds, no real swelling, they're not obviously uncomfortable, then I think we just rest them up and, and they generally get better. We, there's a specific, um, I mean, everyone knows about cruciate, cruciate disease or ACLs. Big yeah. dogs really commonly will um, rupture their ACLs and that doesn't sort itself out. So that's probably the main one that we'd get. Is that something that would happen with them from a relatively young age as well? can do because it's really based, it's it's not just a physical tear, it's it's all to do with the sort of the structure of the joint and the anatomy of the joint and so some dogs are prone to doing it really early on. Yep. So yeah, like the larger breeds, so yes. things like greyhounds and that. And not so much greyhounds, but things like roddies and labradors and okay. those sort of chunky dogs. Yep. And you know, for for us, we we often get told that we need to warm up and cool down when we're mm-hmm. doing, a, you know, particularly high intensity type of exercise mm. where there's lots of sprints and that type of thing. It, should we be applying that same philosophy perhaps to our dogs as well? I don't know. I was thinking about that, and I don't really think we do. Not for sort of normal everyday walking, because I mean, if you think about it, when you first take your dog out, they're going to be really, really excited, so they're bouncing around, and you yeah. you can't do anything about that. So, but I think what you probably do have to do at that stage is, is sort of get them a bit more focused on you, so that you've got some control. And um, I know one of my dogs who's quite dog reactive. When she first goes out, she can be quite noisy um, until she's let off some steam. So it's really important just to. Get her focused and get her settled on what she's supposed to be doing, rather than what she wants to do. And that would be something that would come with time as well, as you sort of, you know, if you're a new dog owner, sort of learning the personality of your dog mm. um, and training. It's yeah. time and training. Yeah. Mm. And should we, you know, we we're now well and truly in the grips of summer. Well, mm-hmm. We're close to doing that, so winter is well and truly behind us now. Um, but should pet owners look at changing their exercise routines for their dogs? between winter and summer? I guess so. I mean, obviously, we often we don't walk them quite so much in winter. Or I guess, I mean, Melbourne's not that cold and, or not that wet, so we, I probably walk my dogs more in winter thinking about it. Um, but I guess you want to be consistent, you know, and if you're, ch- if you're changing your exercise regime or you haven't done anything, any exercise for a long time with your dog, then you probably ought to start gradually. Um, if they're recovering from an injury, then you have to obviously do it really gently. Um, but I think it's really just being consistent is the main thing. And if if, the, if it was being changed up for whatever reason, say your dog did get an injury or perhaps they've gained a little bit too much weight or something like that, perhaps that's something that you should chat with your veterinarian Absolutely. or perhaps yeah. your obedience trainer. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the other 
thing difference between winter and summer is don't exercise your dog when it's really really hot mm. I mean we do talk about that quite a lot um, but go out early in the morning or sort of late in the evening when things have cooled down a bit and that way it just makes it easier for everyone Speaking of the hot weather um, you know say that some people I mean a lot of people like to go on hikes and that type of thing and there are places around Melbourne that you can go hiking with your dog um, perhaps is that something then that pet owners should look at taking you know extra bottles of water sort of collapsible dog bowls those types of things Oh yeah you can do all those sorts of things Yeah. I guess with hiking, you, do you have to be a bit careful as well? Because if you're going to state parks and things, you're not really allowed to take your dog. That's true. So do your check research. it out beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Now, as dogs get older, um, should we be thinking about changing their exercise routines to minimize injuries to older dogs? Not so much injuries, but they tend just to slow up and you have to be mindful of what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, you have to keep them on the move because if, you, if they don't do anything, then they just sort of stiffen up and get fatter and... Um, lose condition so it's, it's just let them take their time um, and let them tell you what they're capable of and don't push it and again be consistent you know? mm. That's now do we might when I was looking into stuff to research for, for the show and, mm-hmm. and then dog walking and that type of thing um, there were some that were talking about just be mindful of the types of collars and leads that we put on our dogs when walking them. Is that something that we really need to pay attention to? It's, some, it's something that's worth thinking about because there are specific collars and leads and harnesses which will help you deal with specific situations. So if your dog tends to pull a lot, um, the collars that... Oh, sorry, the harnesses where the lead attaches at the front of their chest are really, really good and big yep. dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, or halties as well, which is like the sort of head collar thing that goes around their nose. That can give you more control in, yep. under certain circumstances. A lot of people use... If some people, if their dog pulls, they think they should use a harness, but that's, I kind of think that's a bit crazy. You see sort of really strong staffies and, and big dogs with harnesses on. Um, the ones with the lead attaches on the back, and basically it just means that they can throw their whole body weight into it and pull even harder. So the dog would have more control yeah, perhaps so the than dog the owner. Has more control than the owner. And little dogs, I guess, the only time that those harnesses that fit on the, 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 where the lead attaches on the back are really any good is with little dogs who tend to sort of cough a bit and get excited and perhaps of collapsing tracheas so they're good for little dogs okay and with i know like we talk when we talk about cats we need to be mindful of the tightness of their collar to prevent Mm -hmm. things like collar wounds and that type of things do we need to think about those things with dogs as well in terms of chafing or that type of thing? i think with harnesses yeah you need to get them fitted properly so it's probably a good thing to talk to a dog trainer who knows about these things to work out exactly what is best for you to use and they can help you fit it or your vet or vet clinic can help you fit things properly. So there's a lot of people then that you can talk to to perhaps get Absolutely. a bit of an idea yep. on what yeah. what they need to Absolutely. do. Alan, thanks for taking the time to go yeah. over those That's few okay. questions that we had in terms of, you know, things that pet owners need to keep in mind for when exercising their pets. And I guess probably the one that we really do want to stress the most at the moment is, is the heat because I know a couple of weeks ago with the show with Kristen, you, you know, we were talking about things like overheating and that type of thing mm-hmm. in dogs, and it can be quite serious. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Certainly can. So, we've also put together an article on how to train your dog to ensure that your dog has a walking experience that's an enjoyable one for the whole family. So, alluding to what Alan was just mentioning before with making sure that you're in control rather than the dog being in control and that type of thing. So, if you'd like to read it, you can check out our website, dogshome.com. Our third human walking program is now well underway. Coming up, we're going to get an update from Kate, who is down at Flagstaff Gardens. You're listening to Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Throughout today's show, we've been talking about how we can keep our pets happy and active. 
Today at the Lost Dogs Home, we are hosting the third human walking program at Flagstaff Gardens. We'll be down there until 2pm with some of our adopted and adored ambassadors and our adoption candidates who are looking for their very own forever home. Also at Flagstaff Gardens now is our very own Kate, who is back on the line. Kate, hi, what's, Ellen. The, hi what's the atmosphere like down there now? Oh, it's still pretty good. It's really, really good. We did have a shower just for a while, but that's past, thank goodness. And, and people have stayed, which is wonderful. So uh, there's still lots of people wanting to walk and meet some of our shelter dogs. That's great. I'm glad to hear that the atmosphere is still good down there, despite the rain shower. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, we were, uh, thankfully it went. We were all holding our breath. And we've got the weatherman here, Mike Larkin, as well. So he assured us that uh, uh, it will be okay. <laughs> did he warn you beforehand? <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> now, um, we, you touched on a couple of them at the beginning of the show, but we have, I think, 16 adoption dogs from the home participating in this, yes. this year's event. Can you tell us about a couple more of them? Yes, absolutely. Um, let me just... I've got, we've got Zeus, who's a, a Labrador cross. He's just gorgeous. He's a big golden lab, and, and I and I mean big. He's got a little bit of weight to lose, but he's just divine. Uh, we also have Maddie, who's um, a beautiful wirehead terrier cross. Um, we have, oh, we always have, amongst the meats, a Staffy cross, and that's Dash. Um, and I just met before a lovely bull arrow cross. Actually, she looks like she's crossed with a healer. She's wearing our GoPro today, so she's actually filming the whole event on behalf of the dogs, and, and that's seven. So there's lots of lovely dogs here to, uh, to meet. <laughs> Just one or two, definitely, but it sounds of it. And getting a good dog's eye view too. Um, we've also, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And we've also got some of our adopted and adored ambassadors, haven't we? We have, indeed. We've had, and some of them have actually been doing some tricks as well. So as well as meeting uh, some of the office workers um, and, and taking them for a walk, we have... Rocket, who's been doing some tricks, and Leonie and Lily, Lily's from the home of Border Collie, she's doing tricks at the moment, so showing, you know, what you can do with a shelter dog, you know, they, they're actually, you can train them, they're really clever, they, so um, that, that, and people are really enjoying watching that. Oh, that's great. Now, this is the home's third human walking program. In your opinion, how important is it for us to take time out of our day to exercise? Uh, well, as as they uh, exercise to myself, it's very important. Uh, I think it's just really great for your overall well-being. And, the, you know, uh, as time goes on, there's more evidence as to the value of, of exercise. And, and dogs are fantastic uh, exercise buddies. They get you out of the house. If you have a dog, you have to walk it every day. That's the right thing to do. Um, and, you know, it just makes it much more pleasurable. And, and a simple walk is, is, you know, every day is great exercise. For your mental health and for your physical health. Absolutely. <laughs> it sure is. Absolutely. Kate, we'll let you get back to the festivities. Thank you for giving us another update on the Human Walking Program, and we'll see you Mom. soon. Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So the Human Walking Program is on until 2pm today. Um, despite the weather, there's loads for you to do, including meeting some of the adoption dogs. You can talk to the staff about adoptions, volunteering and becoming a foster carer. There are also a number of food trucks and stuff down there, so you can grab lunch while you're there. There's plenty for you to be doing. I'm definitely going to grab a burger after the show myself. I'm hungry and, yeah, there's a few different catering options there for you. So definitely come down and check it out. Now, summer and the festive season are fast approaching and with that comes a number of great activities for the whole family including your pets coming up we're going to give you an update on just some of the activities going around victoria with dog dates this is pets allowed on joy 94.9 your pets community calendar this is dog dates 
of today's show and now we're wanting to give our listeners a update on the events that are happening around Victoria this weekend. That's right. Now, not to alarm anyone, but Christmas is now 34 days away and while the super early birds have already completed their Christmas shopping, the rest of us may still need to get our act together. If you have your animal companions or animal lovers on your Christmas list, why not get their presents from the Lost Dogs Home? With everything from calendars and umbrellas through to dog and cat treats, we have something for everyone and all proceeds from merchandise per just goes directly back into the home to help lost and abandoned dogs and cats. Orders take approximately two weeks to arrive, so if you're looking for a Christmas gift for the animal lover, check out the Lost Dogs Home Christmas catalogue at shop.dogshome.com. There's definitely a few things to go there. So yeah, it does take about two weeks for your order to arrive, so I think that means that you have until about the 12th or the 13th of December to place your order in order to get it in time for Christmas. But might as well get it in now. Absolutely. The earlier the better. Now, the second dog date is Pet Stocks Achuka's Pet Photos with Santa. Now, as Alan mentioned, Christmas is fast approaching, and before Santa heads back to the North Pole to make his final preparations for the big day, he is making a special appearance at Pet Stock in Echuca. On Sunday, November 28, which is not this Sunday, but the Sunday after, from 10 till 2, Santa will be taking time out of his busy schedule to take photos with the families and pets of Echuca. Photos with Santa require a $5 donation per photo, with all proceeds going towards the lost dog's home. Excuse me. Staff from Arachuca Shelter will be there on the day to answer any questions you may have regarding adoption, foster care and volunteering. So come on down and say hello. And the final one we have is we are having a fundraiser with uh, QV Cinema. Uh, The QV retail precinct in the heart of Melbourne CBD is preparing its AstroTurf-covered square with deck chairs and a giant outdoor screen in preparation for a summer of blockbusters. Saturday, December the 12th, will be a celebration of dogs of all shapes and sizes with the screening of Best in Show. Audiences are invited to bring along their dogs and those dressed to the nines can enter the Best Dressed Dog Competition. The team from the National Pet Register will be there on the afternoon to check um, your pet's microchip and Lost Dogs Home team will be there to talk about adoption, volunteering and foster care. If you are looking to go down there, tickets are on sale from Monday, November the 23rd and all proceeds will go to the Lost Dogs Home. So grab your tickets for a night of entertainment under the stars. And it's a very fun film. I Absolute. love that film. Have you seen it? Oh, it's hilarious. It. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, well, see, that's it. I think that's a good recommendation right there because I haven't seen it. So I was debating whether or not I wanted to go see it. Is it is absolutely hilarious. Well, Everyone definitely check it, it out then. That yep. is a good recommendation because you have a very good sense of humour as well. So <laughs> it's, um, it's really good. So, Alan, we've come to the end of our Human Walking Program show for today. We have. Now, if you have missed the show or any of the segments from today's show don't worry you can podcast it via our profile page at joy.org.au forward slash pets allowed anyone that's in melbourne cbd wanting to come and participate in the homes human walking program make the journey down to flagstaff gardens our team will be there until two today now aside from the human walking program that's on human walking program on today today is also transgender day of remembrance and coming up to mark the occasion the transposition team is um coming on to air for a special one hour show to commemorate the day so those of you that can't make it to human walking program stay tuned it is gearing up to be a great show and alan thank you so much for joining me in the studio thank today you. and don't forget of course to walk your dogs i'm patrick Hatt. this is pets allowed on joy 94.9 thank you for listening to a joy cast from joy 94.9
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.